Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Perfect. Uh, you may see me fiddling with this, but I can't sit still for long, so I need to do something with my hands. I'm <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> oh, don't be sorry. We're uh, this is not professional. I promise you. <laughs> I don't. Amazing. I don't know what That's I'm great. doing. So <laughs> I'm just great. winging it. I'm just winging it here. <laughs> great. Me too. So I feel Good. great about that. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, are you in, um, the Netherlands? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah. Like 40 minutes from Amsterdam. Gotcha. Sounds good. Yeah. I, uh, I actually have, um, one of the guys that has a YouTube channel as well, Airsoft channel. Uh, we've been Mm -hmm. following each other for, you know, three years that we've had our channel and uh, I did a podcast with him, uh, probably a couple months ago and, um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, same time difference, you know. Yeah. So like you guys hours? are, yeah, six hours ahead of us. Yep. Heck yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's cool to have you on here. Um, I started following you on Instagram not long ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've reached out to a bunch of people. You know, I reach out to a bunch of people uh, to see if they want to be on. And most people have been on here. This is their first time mm-hmm. being on a podcast. You know, is this your first yeah. time? Yeah, my first time too. Yeah. Awesome. Never cool. been on a podcast before, so it's uh, <laughs> I'm a little awkward with it, but I think it should be fine. <laughs> oh, you're going to do great. You're going to do great. We're just uh the way I I don't have a a set like format the way I do this. Mm-hmm. Um I treat this kind of like uh if you came to our house for a cookout or a barbecue mm-hmm. and we were just standing outside talking. That's, that's what we do. Like it's, okay. you know, it's what a big, you know, not a big deal. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about airsoft as far as like all the <laughs> models of guns and uh, all that, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's really relaxed. We're not talking like uh, how to fix gearboxes in here. Okay. So. Okay. That's great. Cause I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I, I have I have a few guys that fix all my guns for me and <laughs> things broken so that's good that's yeah. great <laughs> good yeah well the uh, people I did uh, the couple I did a podcast with last night they uh, the guy they're actually both really uh, really smart with and a lot of experience with fixing and you know upgrading all their stuff whatever so he was going over all kind of tech stuff. I was like, man, I'm learning a ton. Like, I don't, there's so much stuff I didn't even know about that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. So I've worked Always on, uh, I worked on a few, I've worked on a few, like I fixed some gearboxes and stuff, but, uh, mm-hmm. when we first started our channel, uh, these guys, like if the, you know, two of them are my sons and one of them is their best friend that play and something would break and they would say, Hey, you know, think you could fix this. I'm like, I'll try, you know, whatever. So I was just kind of winging it from the beginning. Like, 
let me take this thing apart and figure out. And I remember the, uh, one of them, the first one I took apart, I didn't know about the spring and all these things that could like pop out. Mm -hmm. I take the top off. Yeah, that's dangerous. (laughs) Shit just goes everywhere. (laughs) And you lose everything so quick. They're tiny. The tiny tiny springs. Yes. I remember I lost the, uh, the spring, one of the springs that's like by the trigger thing or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. uh, it was real tiny and my floors in here are dark. So it was mm-hmm. like blending in. I, I was like, bro, I'm not going to find this stuff. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's really awful. So that's also a reason I just don't touch the guns. I don't open them up unless I actually, I really, really have to, uh, right. but I prefer to do it with someone else with me there who knows how to fix those guns. Cause I'm never gonna learn, honestly. Oh, it's it's a lot, and uh, each one is different. Mm-hmm. So, I remember the last. I think the last one I worked on. It was a version three gearbox. It was some kind of. It was a sniper rifle, H and K, something. I can't remember, but uh, it was the hardest gearbox I had ever worked on, up to that point. And I could not get everything back together. Like I didn't have enough fingers and hands to hold everything in while I put the top on. I remember I was mm-hmm. holding everything and I called one of my sons like, come here, hold this thing down so I can put this or put the cover on, you know, it was a mess. Like it fell apart and popped out like three times before, you know, before we could get it back together. I said, this is the last one I'm doing. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's a frustrating hobby. Ourself is. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's what one of the uh, guy I was talking with last night, he was saying, you know, so many people in Airsoft, when they get into Airsoft, they're, uh, they spend so much money trying to figure out, like, what they want, what to upgrade, and then it doesn't work, mm-hmm. or they, they can't get it back together right. Uh, you know, all these different things that, that go into it mm-hmm. and end up spending so much time and money on stuff that, yep. like, they don't end up using because they can't get it working right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, my bo- boyfriend had that same problem, and that's part of the reason he stopped playing airsoft. So that's why I only go for airsoft guns that I know work straight out of the box, and mm-hmm. um, I don't have to do any upgrades. And if I do, it's like, you know, simple upgrades like uh, the barrel right. um, or something like that, but no real big changes. Yeah. So, uh, for sure. I, I just keep it easy for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even touch them anymore. And uh, these guys have bought, you know, they bought more expensive guns that are really mm-hmm. reliable. They, ha- you know, they don't have to do anything with them. So it's been good. Yeah. So yeah. how did you get into Airsoft in the beginning? Uh, well, my boyfriend, playing? actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been playing for... Um, I think about five or six years now in total. Um, well, my boyfriend actually called me one day and asked if me and a friend of mine wanted to uh, wanted to join them uh, airsofting. And uh, well, I said yes because I really I I was interested in it. He was also uh, a beginner uh, at that time. Uh, he didn't really expect me to say yes to that question, so he was like. Uh, what? What? <laughs> Did you say yes? Yeah, <laughs> I just said yes. I want to go airsofting with you. So we went to uh, a location nearby 
And, uh, well, it was actually pretty fun. There is still somewhere on the internet a picture of me with gigantic goggles on because I didn't have contact lenses at that time. Uh, but you do need safety glasses, of course. So I had gigantic goggles over my normal glasses so I could see something, you know, that's right. pretty, uh, pretty handy when yeah, in the field. Right. And I was, um, I was also wearing his clothes. And, um, well, there's a huge height difference between us. So I looked ridiculous. And, um, I actually got pretty, well, mean, funny, funny, mean comments on that picture. I'm um, sure. I should, I, I should post it sometime, actually. It, it looked amazing. It was really great. So after that first time, I, um, well, I think it took me a week to buy my first gun. Mm. And, uh, well, in the Netherlands, we have a, um, what do you call it? Um, an organization, yeah. uh, which you have to register, uh, to get legally, uh, obtain, uh, and store airsoft guns in your home. Right. Uh, so I uh, immediately applied, bought my first gun within the first week after that game. So, yeah. yeah. Since then, I've been hooked. That's good. Yeah, that's what uh, yeah, Chris was telling me. Fun. The guy I talked to that's uh, in the Netherlands as well. He was explaining that when we did the podcast about the um, the I forget what it's called. The NF, the whatever you guys have in the Netherlands. NABV. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So he was explaining that and how that works because we don't have that here in America. And mm -hmm. uh, it was, uh, in fact, the time that I was talking with him, they were, uh, I guess they had that group that runs that, you know, they mm -hmm. had tested some sites, some airsoft fields. And I guess the soil was getting like heavy metals. Did you, yeah. find out, did you hear about that? Yeah, it was a potential threat. It was not an actual threat. Mm -hmm. uh, there wasn't any content, uh, contamination found, uh, but there were concerns from uh, some organizations, uh, like government organizations, that uh, those BBs could potentially contaminate the, the soil, but it it's not an immediate threat right now. And I think that most locations are um, allowing more BB brands right now back. So it, it was limited to like three brands. Yeah. Uh, but slowly but steadily, um, more locations are allowing more BB brands. So that's, yeah, that's been a real thing here okay. in the Netherlands. People are really fed up because, you know, <laughs> people would have piles and piles of BBs that weren't allowed. And some location oh. even went as far as, um, uh, that you had to buy your BBs at the location at the time of uh, uh, the game. So right. that meant that you you would have to buy a new bag of BBs every time you went there. So that yep. that would get a little expensive. And it isn't a cheap sport anyway. So that right. upset a lot of people. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's uh, – well, that's the one big thing that, like, once you buy, you know, as far as Airsoft goes – the BBs are cheap, you know, usually. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, you know, once you get your gun, you know, that's probably your gun and gear. If you're playing Milsim or like skirmishes, mm -hmm. they're, uh, 
you know, getting all that stuff, but you only have to buy it once. You buy your chest rig, mm-hmm. your plate carrier once. You buy your gun once if it's, you know, pretty decent. And then your yeah. battery, you know, is lasts, usually lasts a long time. So then uh, yeah. the BBs are pretty cheap. So mm-hmm. when he was telling me, when Chris was telling me about this, he was talking like when they first came out with this, they said uh, only point twos are allowed across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah. And I said, well, what, what did the snipers do? What did they, (laughs) because their BBs are going like this. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So you're basically useless as a sniper with that rule. But um, I'm really glad that, uh, that that sanction has lifted. So we don't have to uh, use 0.2 BBs anymore. So we can go a little heavier. Yeah. Yeah. I usually shoot with 0.28 or 0.3. That's my go-to uh, okay. BB at the moment. Yeah. And what do you? What's your main gun that you run? Uh, ARP five five six. Okay. It's like really compact. It's small, and I'm 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 really I'm a midget. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it right now, but I am a midget. I am a tiny person. So um, it's it's really convenient that guns like that exist. Um, so yeah, I, I usually prefer compact, uh, uh, um, guns that are mostly used in a CQB environment, but I also use them outside, obviously, because yeah. otherwise the gun would be heavier than I am. So that's just not practical. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I find that the range of the ARP 556 is actually pretty good, even outside. Uh, I even outrage, out, out range. Uh, some of the other guns that are uh, supposed to be for long distance. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking airsoft, so it's right. pretty, yeah. They only <laughs> go so far, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's good, yeah. Now, do you run a sidearm when you go? Yeah, I do, a clock 17 at the moment. Okay, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. I was afraid it was going to be a little big because, well, I'm, I'm tiny, I have tiny hands. Yeah. But it's pretty, it's pretty okay. So I'm glad I got it. I have a TM Glock 17 right now, licensed. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is good. I really like it. Yeah. yeah the only thing is, that. yeah, a lot of people like uh, like the Glocks. The I think the Glock 19 is is the most common. Right. Within the airsoft world, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's cool. Now you uh do you play mostly like Milsim types or skirmishes like woodland yeah. stuff? We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Well, it's like uh, a mix because, you know, Milsim events are, uh, well, they aren't in the Netherlands. So uh, I always have to travel outside of the country. Uh, uh, so that makes it a bit expensive to right. do Milsims. But I try to go at least to three or four 
Pilsim events each year. And outside, outside of that, of course, we do some skirmishes. Uh, or we go to our neighbors. We go to uh, Belgium uh, for a weekend uh, and oh, do okay. uh, a skirmish there. Yeah. So when you and go to like these different... Oh, go ahead. No, it's okay. Well, we we usually see those skirmishes as uh, a way to train or um, to introduce friends who are new to airsoft to the sport. Well, that's usually uh, the goal of the skirmishes. Because, you know, the crowd is a little different, in my opinion, on just a day skirmish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be a lot of fun, but sometimes it's just the vibe isn't there. People aren't really serious about it. They stop like two or three hours before end game. And yeah, (laughs) that's just, yeah, it takes out a lot of the fun that way. Right. Well, you got to have a team of people on each side that is like, you know, ready to go and excited about playing and gung ho. And, you know, cause if you're like, if it's just you and three other people, uh, that are like rushing forward and trying to take objectives or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that's, uh, and everyone else is kind of hanging back, like whatever. Uh, it, yeah. it sucks <laughs> having that. Yeah, it does. It does. We had a few days actually where we were, uh, we had an objective and we were expecting enemies um, because they also had to get that same location and we were waiting and waiting and nothing happened. And after half an hour, we were like, okay, so we got the points. Should, should we just look for people? And we went like one and a half hour without finding anyone. So we oh just my. decided to quit. Uh, we went to the safety zone and we saw that everybody was packing or uh, was already packed and ready to leave. So that's the reason we couldn't find anyone. And yeah, that, that sucked out a lot of the fun that day. Yeah. You know, there's so many people I've talked with on here that, uh, you know, wide range of players. So there's the, um, you know, speed QB, uh, like the indoor mm-hmm. stuff, whatever. I've talked with a lot of people like that. I've talked with a lot of people that do the mill sims and the, mm-hmm. you know, on either end, whichever style they play. They like so the the people that do the speed QB if they're really into airsoft they really like playing uh, and they want you know the same from everyone else that's on their team and the other team they'll usually do tournaments and then the mill sims mm-hmm. they'll uh, they don't like the one day kind of open play either because of that and they'll do these like more uh, you know they'll start getting into these uh, more in depth kind of mill sims so like yeah. they have. Uh, there's a few groups over here that run milsims that do like a, a straight 40 hour milsim mm-hmm. or a 48 mm-hmm. hour. So it'll be once yeah, you start, awesome. you're on the field, both teams, you cannot quit. If you leave mm-hmm. the field, then you're done. Like you're, you have to leave for the whole weekend yep. and the tickets yep. are more expensive, you know, and it's a three day or, you know, two and a half day thing or whatever. So it, mm-hmm. they play nonstop through the night and everything. Uh, for those 40 hours. So there's, you know, people that I've talked with that really like playing like you guys do, like what you're saying. They don't like when half their team quits or the other team quits because uh, if you don't have any targets to shoot, 
It's not fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, no, uh, who's that? <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they really like these uh, more intense uh, kind of yeah. Milsim style things that are uh, more realistic. And then yeah, because you have crazy. both sides are really invested in winning. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah. it's a way better experience, you know? It is. It actually is. That's why I got into Milsim. It, it just uh, intrigues me. And uh, I've been to... Uh, I've been to the UK uh, to an event of Sterling Airsoft, and I've been to France, um, and those games were just amazing. So this year we're going to Sweden, Poland, France, Poland twice, I think. Wow. So, yeah, that that is just amazing. Those are the games that I I really live for. Yeah. So So now, so like when you go to Belgium, do you guys... uh, uh, do you have you drive there? Like, is it close enough mm-hmm. to just drive? Okay. And then when you yeah, cross the like border, four hours. Oh, that mm-hmm. ain't bad at all. When you cross the border, no. do you have to go through like. Do they have to check all your gear? Like, you know, no. like oh, we have airsoft well, guns and that kind of thing. You mean at the border? And uh, no, no, no. It's just uh, free traveling in Europe. So uh, oh. between European countries, you can just tra- travel. There are no uh, checkpoints whatsoever where you have oh, to show sure. your passport or, uh, or, or whatever. Oh, that's um, awesome. So we can just travel freely to Belgium. And, of course, at the location, depending on the rules, they do an FPS check. Right. Uh, to see if, you, uh, if your gun is between the limits. Right. Well, that's, that's the only check you, okay. uh, you have. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, uh, because when I talked to the uh, guy, Chris, uh, he was talking about he wanted to go to a, an event in Germany, and Ooh, he said yeah. something about a checkpoint that he had to go through that was like, it was going to be really, you know, a lot of, like a pain in the ass to get ch- everything uh-huh. checked or whatever. So I didn't know if it was like mm. that when you go to these other places. Well, um, in Germany, the laws are a little bit different. So that mm. means that your replica has to have an, an F mark um, to be, to, yeah, to be legal, and it can only be um, uh, single shot. So you, either you have a MOSFET in which you can uh, install the the uh, how do you, how do I say that? Well, like the, uh, where you do the, um, where you can, uh, yeah, you ch- the electronic you change trigger. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You so you change it, it so you can't shoot full auto. Um, or you just, trigger. yeah, or you just, uh, uh, file off the selector. Uh, oh, thingy. okay. Okay. See, this is how far my knowledge goes. Hey, I don't know I what it's called either. <laughs> I also have to translate it in my head, and sometimes hey, you're I, doing great. Uh, you are you. You speak very good English. Thank you. You really do. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I watch a lot of Netflix. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> well, you know when uh, when I message people because uh, I've on this podcast I've talked to so many different people in in so many different countries, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I I usually look at their. Uh, when I look at their Instagram, I'll look at a lot of their posts. And if their posts are in mm-hmm. the other language, I'll still message them and see like, Hey, if, you know, cause yeah. I don't speak, cause I've had a couple girls in, uh, in Russia that, um, mm-hmm. wanted to be on a podcast, but 
they don't speak good enough English and I don't speak Russian. Mm. So, <laughs> uh, That's, uh, yeah, <laughs> a little so hard. Kind of, right. Um, and then, uh, also in Brazil and, um, so I'll look at a lot of their posts. Well, you know, pretty much all your posts are in, are, you know, all your descriptions or whatever mm -hmm. you type is in uh, English. I was like, oh, okay, maybe, you know. And um, yeah. so anyway, yeah, I usually check and I'll, I'll throw a message out there anyway to see because sometimes I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. There was a girl in Brazil that like uh, when I was looking at her Instagram, she had, I was like, oh, all her posts are in Spanish. Well, maybe she doesn't, <clears throat> you know, speak English. So I asked her anyway. And she was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And I was like, oh, so I, I saw one of the, like a recent video she put up where she was in um, a local bar to her, like uh, doing karaoke. Mm -hmm. And she was mm -hmm. singing a uh, Guns N' Roses song. So nice. in English. And I was like, oh, okay. Nice. So she's, you know, she's good. So, <laughs> but yeah, you speak very good English. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Now, yeah, did you, but uh, the funny thing is. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's no, go ahead. Oh, did you? Uh, so they teach you guys that growing up, like uh, in schools and stuff. Yeah. You have to learn both languages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. From like uh, your your school system is a little different, but from like um, the age I think um, ten, eleven, uh, you also uh, you also have English class. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's mandatory even. Right. Now, what's your but native? The funny thing is, uh, my native my native language is is Dutch. Yeah. Um, I am half Turkish, half Dutch, but okay. I don't speak Turkish. I yeah. I'm a terrible immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> well, that that I hear that a lot when I'm in Turkey because you know they can see I am yeah. am, am Turkish. Yeah. Um, you know, my hair, brown eyes, big nose. Um, <laughs> you look great. They 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 just start talking in Turkish to me, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, I don't know what the frick you're saying. <laughs> and then I and then they mostly get mad and tell yeah. me to tell my dad that that you should have uh, taught me. Uh, oh, okay, uh, so your dad's so, Turkish. Yeah. yeah, my mom's Dutch. Okay did yeah. uh, did you grow up? Uh, were you born in Turkey? Or did you? No, no, no. I was born. No, I was born and raised in the Netherlands. Okay. So, yeah. You have uh, siblings? Yeah, I have a little sister. Yeah. Uh, also born in the Netherlands. Uh, grew okay. up here also. Yeah. So, yeah. Does she know you're into Airsoft? Yeah, she does. Okay. What does <laughs> she think about it? Her, um, yeah, she, she doesn't like it. I tried to get her to go, but um, she's not interested. So that's kind gotcha. of sad. <laughs> I thought we could maybe get, you know, a common, uh, 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 yeah, the same hobby, yeah. but uh, sadly, she doesn't like it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's too bad. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's cool. Well, do you, uh, when uh, I was talking with somebody in the UK and they said, well, I, actually, this is across the board. Most people I've talked with, their siblings or their family. They don't, you know, most of them are not into Airsoft, you know, they're into Airsoft, mm -hmm. their family's not. And, uh, and they, I think, um, the common thing I've heard is they'll, uh, when they tell their family or they, you know, their family sees like, what are you doing? What is this? And they'll tell them, yeah, I'm playing Airsoft. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what? Those little plastic toy guns, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, like they don't understand. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Most people don't understand or don't even know what it is. Uh, my grandma's actually pretty mad at me for doing uh, the air, yeah, for for playing airsoft. She doesn't like it at all. Um, but you know, she's she's at the age she she um, she was in the war, of course. Uh, she was young at that time, but she still has a trauma, so she doesn't like me playing airsoft. She doesn't get it, and that's because totally fine, and I respect that. So when whenever I'm around her, I just don't talk about it, and I try uh, not uh, to post any uh, pictures of me with guns or camouflage clothing uh, on my personal accounts because gotcha. she follows me, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, so, yeah, yeah, I was going to say probably the guns or whatever. She doesn't like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It brings her back to those days. So. Yeah. It's pretty sad. But right. Yeah. We don't just don't talk about it. So whenever she asks me, what did you do this weekend? Um, I just uh, try to change the subject. Whenever I say. We went on a picnic. <laughs> yeah. We went. We went for a stroll in the woods. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not lying. Um, no, 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 not at all. So that's actually pretty pretty safe choice, right. safe go to answer. I hear you. But the funny thing is, most people don't even know that airsoft exists. Like uh, they ask me for my hobbies, and I mention airsoft, and uh, they're just looking at me like, "The fuck are you talking about?" What is that? Um, so it's pretty fun to to explain it every time. I usually just tell people that it's playing military with plastic toys. So. Right. Yeah, I was talking with a guy uh, last, like two weeks ago, and he said, I think um, something like, well, Airsoft, maybe they'll put it on like, you know, they'll televise it, you know, put it on ESPN mm-hmm. or something. I said... Uh, no, I said, most people don't, you know, they, most people don't know what airsoft is. I think that's what we were talking about. He's, he was mm-hmm. saying something about, uh, how many people know about airsoft. And I was like, nobody knows airsoft, like the general public. I said, it's only airsofters mm-hmm. that know airsoft, you know, and paintballers, yeah. you know, paintball exactly. and airsoft, exactly. but, uh, everyone outside of that, no, no one's heard of it. So if you just ask like the general, you know, if you went to the store and you wore airsoft shirt, like I've had people like guys younger than me that are like, mm-hmm. you know, my age or younger and they they see the word airsoft. They look at the shirt, like they're like, they've never seen the word before. And I'm going, bro, it's airsoft. Like, it's like paintball. They're like, Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always ask if people know paintball and most people know what that is. So that's the easy yep. uh, th- way to explain things. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, we've also had some people, mostly kids, come up to us like, "Are you in the military?" And then we have to disappoint right. them because we're totally not. At least I'm not. Yeah. So it's kind of sad to see their faces when you have to disappoint them because <laughs> they wanted to be in a picture with you. You know, it's awesome a picture with a military right. person, but sadly, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, we're just pretending, okay? Yeah, we're just, you know, we're big kids. We're not yeah. adults. <laughs> right. Well, being an adult sucks, okay? Like, uh, th- that's yeah. boring, <laughs> you know? Being an adult is boring. You got to stay 
uh, you know, you got to be excited about something in life. And, you know, yeah. kids, to me, you know, kid, little kids are excited about pretty much everything. And adults, you know, usually get in the rut of life, you know, working mm -hmm. and they get all stressed out and they're like, uh, this sucks and this sucks and whatever, you know, and uh, if they don't have a fun hobby, you know, most airsofters mm -hmm. I talk with, no matter what age, uh, they're because of that hobby and because of that sport, they're excited about life. Like they're, they always have this goal and this, you know, this purpose mm -hmm. that they're working towards, whether it's upgrading exactly. their stuff or buying a new, you know, oh, we, we signed up for this event and uh -huh. they require whatever kind of gear. So, oh, we got to get this, you know, it, it gives you something mm -hmm. to be, you know, happy and excited about. And, uh, and then mm -hmm. of course, go and play, you, you have this teamwork and camaraderie, as long as, you know, the other yeah. side doesn't quit and you're out there wandering around the woods for two hours, but <laughs> uh -huh. of course, yeah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's, re it's really fun. And for me, it's about be also about being outside and being offline for a bit because, yeah. you know, um, I have what you call an office job so i mm. i sit behind my laptop most of the day yeah so yeah it's it's pretty nice to be outside to be physically active uh, but um well the thing about milsim is you also have to think about tactics you have mm -hmm. to think of strategy uh, so that actually combines everything that i like to do i like to be physically active but i also like to think i'm I'm always in my head. I'm a real thinker. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it's just a different approach to things. That's right. why I like it so much. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's, uh, it definitely, um, you know, gets you, uh, I mean, you have something to look forward to and mm, time yeah. into, you know, outside of work. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a good thing for that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, and it's like a mini vacation when you go uh, yeah. when you go abroad. So that's also amazing. You see, just places you wouldn't see when you're not airsofting. Yeah. So that's also that's also awesome. I think. Yeah, you were talking about all these different places you're going. Like, uh, mm -hmm. it is. Uh, it's so cool to hear uh, somebody you know that travels to all these different countries because even though they might be close. To where you know in to your location you still when you go like when you go to france or something it might be close compared to me going to france <clears throat> here mm -hmm. from america but you're uh, you still have this different culture you have different things you have you know maybe the clothing is different maybe the food's different maybe the you know mm -hmm. uh, the whole vibe is different and you get to experience that it's uh i i think it's really good for people to to see that in person, uh, those different mm -hmm. cultures, you know, I think it broadens our, you know, obviously our experience, but also it opens our mind to, I guess what happened to me when I went in the military, you know, I went, um, my first news station was in Japan and, mm -hmm. uh, this is back a long time ago. I'm older. So <laughs> this is before, way okay. before the internet. Okay. So we didn't, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know anything about Japan, you know, and mm -hmm. my mom, I remember my mom being uh, really afraid 
that uh, of me going over there, not because of war. I was in the military and thing. It was mm-hmm. the spiritual part because I grew up Christian and uh, you know mm-hmm. Catholic, and uh, and she was thinking like, oh, they're not, you know, they're a non-Christian, you know people or whatever yeah Yeah. and uh and so she was really afraid of that like and i get over there and i'm like i had these kind of like fears and expectations i didn't know and it Mm -hmm. was it made me realize like you know what people no matter where you go are people like we we all enjoy some of the basics in life like we we like some community we like to be around each other uh, you know, we like to let people do their own thing, you know, like, oh, that's cool. You know, it's interesting to see, uh, and you learn all these different things in different cultures and how mm-hmm. they do things or whatever. And, uh, but she, I remember she was so worried about it. And I was like, I would write, you know, a letter or talk oh. to her on the phone and be like, no, it's like, they're great here. Like they're totally fine. Uh-huh. It's not, they're not trying to convert me to, you know, Buddhism or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy yeah <laughs> but there was a lot of i you know the internet's helped kind of mm, yeah expand you know Definitely. get people over you know more informed about different cultures mm-hmm. but uh back then it was like she was so afraid and i had all these like oh i don't that. know what the you know i don't know what's gonna happen but uh-huh it was great, but mm-hmm. it was a really good experience to do that. And it opened my eyes to like, Hey man, we're all, we're all the same, you know, like yeah, basically we we're all the same. You know, we eat different foods. Mm-hmm. We go to a tif- different kind of looking building for maybe a church or whatever we do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for that. But, uh, but we're all basic, you know, all the basics are the same. Like we're, we're all, all human. Yeah. We, we all have all to good. eat. Yeah. We all have to sleep, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty good that we are more, um, we are more able to educate ourselves and others on other cultures. Yeah, for sure. So when you go, uh, so you've been to other countries already, playing airsoft, Mm -hmm. Uh, do you notice a difference with um, like how the style of play or maybe their different rules or is it pretty much the same? Well, yeah, as far as airsoft goes, it's pretty much yeah. the same. Um, yeah, in some countries like Germany, you can only uh, have replicas that uh, are single shot. So, yeah. uh, but, but most male sims, to be honest, do have a single shot rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Germany, your replica shouldn't be able at all to shoot shoot oh, gotcha. uh, full auto right. so yeah that that is like the only difference uh but there isn't a difference in um um like the gameplay and all that or yeah. whatever no 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 i that's just you know basic military knowledge and maybe you know some people uh base their tactics off of special forces of their country um so maybe that could be small differences but i haven't you know in practice you you don't um notice anything about that you you don't see it right so there's no obvious uh differences right that's cool yeah it's uh it's good you guys are getting out and traveling like that a lot of people um once they get into airsoft and they start getting you know where they really love it uh, mm-hmm. and they love playing 
they travel. Like mo- even a lot of people here, they'll travel, yeah. you know, maybe not to different countries as much, but different states here in yeah. America. They go all over the place, uh, you know, from yeah. East Coast to West Coast. And the uh, the people I was yeah. talking to last night, they're, uh, they're in Missouri, which is mm-hmm. kind of like in the middle of the country. <clears throat> and they're coming to an event at the end of this month here in my state in South Carolina. And, uh, and they were asking me, mm-hmm. hey, are you going to this event? Because it's like, you know, because it's only like two hours away from me. And um, mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I haven't signed up for it. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. But, um, but anyway, yeah, there's a lot of people that travel state to state, uh, whether it's mm-hmm. Milsim stuff, mostly Milsim, but, uh, there are mm-hmm. people that travel the, uh, speed QB, uh, tournaments. Okay. Yeah. They'll do the, uh, indoor tournaments and stuff at different locations, Yeah, but most of them don't really yeah. travel to another country, you know? Well, yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's a specific reason for that, but I think um, you're on a whole different scale. I mean, uh, I can cross the whole of the Netherlands in like three hours. Oh, so I <laughs> think <laughs> they've, they've seen it all. Oh, but yeah, it's it's just easy for us to travel from. Uh, country to country, at least within the European Union. And yeah. I think uh, Airsoft is played in a lot of European countries. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is also a reason that uh, us Europeans travel a lot more to other countries. Yeah. I would also love to come to America sometime to do some milsims because the scale of the events is like off the charts, like thousands and thousands of players mm-hmm. and um, it would be really really awesome to go over yeah. there sometime but it's a long flight and flying with replicas is going to be i don't know but to the states it's going to be hard i think because right. you know they're at, at, at least at the airport i think they're going to be really strict about everything you have to go through like three yeah. four five six checkpoints before you get uh, get your guns back. Um, I don't know if the hassle is worth it yet, right. but maybe in the future. <laughs> so you know what I've heard is uh, when people do that, they uh, mm-hmm. they'll have like a they'll have a contact in the you know okay. in the United States, like, and they'll ship their stuff. Uh, so they'll just box it yeah. up and you know pay to ship Easier. it, uh, and then you just fly with you know yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or, you know, that's really smart, actually. Yeah, so they'll they'll have somebody that they know uh, that's going to that event. You know, somebody they contact, whatever, and they trust, and they'll ship it to them. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then when they get there, they already have all their stuff, and then they'll ship it back. So yeah. it's, it's expensive. You know, it's an extra cost mm-hmm. uh, to do that. But, uh, but it's it's expensive anyway when yeah. you want to travel from here right. to the states. And so yeah, it's it's like. Well, I went to New York once, and that was like an eight-hour flight, okay. I think. So depending on which state you're going to, it's a really long flight. So you just don't want that hassle. You don't yeah. want to be, like, delayed. Or not delayed, but you don't want to be at the airport for, like, an additional three hours just to uh, get your security clearance. Right. Yeah, um, that sucks. I'm flying to Sweden uh, this 
this month at the end of this oh, okay. month with replicas so i'm just gonna see how that goes and that's a short flight so let's just mm. hope for the best uh, that we're gonna make <laughs> it uh, on time <laughs> yeah and they don't so, lose all your yeah. stuff and they don't take all your stuff mm. <laughs> oh my goodness that would be my worst nightmare <laughs> oh shit i should have said it. a lot of money in that box <laughs> mm-hmm. right <laughs> well actually we've we've already uh i don't know what the word is but i think declared it to uh to kayla that we're gonna fly with replicas and we've already had to send them all the info like uh, what brand, uh, what what type of replica are you bringing with you? How many magazines are you taking with uh, you? How much ammo, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that part is is like fixed, uh, but it's just now hoping that everything goes well at the airport right. itself. So, yeah. For sure. Well, we'll, uh, you know, I'll just ask the question now. Anyone that's listening right now or watching this podcast, uh, if you have experience with that, leave a note in the comments for us or where we could find information on that, you know, some, some way that makes it easier to uh, travel with that kind of stuff. I'm sure there is, you know, a way to do it because I've seen a lot of, you know, big time airsofters that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, go to the States back and forth or different countries. I know kicking Mustang, he, uh, mm-hmm. he recently went to, uh, South Africa and played, yeah. uh, he flies all over the yeah. place, you know, Navrich, yeah, you know, amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's definitely ways to do it. Yeah, of course. Of course. And I also think that if you do it a lot, if you do it, yeah, a lot, then, um, uh, may, you know what could go wrong. You know what things you have to keep in yeah. mind, uh, or things you have to uh, address before flying with replicas. So, I think the more you do it, the more you know, and right. the easier it gets. For sure. Now, are you and your boyfriend on a uh, on a milsim team, or like an airsoft team, an official team? Um, well, he he's uh, quit airsoft, so he's oh. not on the team anymore, or okay. at least not officially, uh, non-active. And I am a member, uh, yeah, okay. for, uh, of the team. Uh, we're like, I think now with eight, yeah, I think eight active uh, okay. people. So it's a it's pretty fun. We're a tight knit group, and. Um, yeah, we also help each other, you know, with private things like uh, moving from one house to another, uh, yeah, stuff like that. And um, yeah, well, we try to uh, to train a lot together to actually get better, to be a good team, a functioning team, yeah. uh, so we can contribute to the game, to the Melsim game. Um, so yeah, right. that's pretty fun. Yeah. How did you get? Uh, how did you get on a team? Um, well, the first team was uh, actually through my boyfriend. Um, there was at some point a no girl policy, but uh, they scratched <laughs> that policy. So it's great. I could Good. join them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm on a different team right now. And um, I just, I don't even remember how I got on it. I met someone on the field one day and I just, uh, cause I was, I was go, I, I went there alone. Oh. So, um, and I just joined some random group that was there, a random team. 
And um, so we met up later and uh, we were like, okay, maybe I could join the team. And uh, well, that's, that's kind of how it went. So now I'm on the team. Again, the only woman on the team. I'm the diversity card, you know, the immigrant and the woman. So, um, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the, I'm their diversity card. We joke around about that a lot. Uh, but we have a lot of fun together and we can talk shit about each other. But yeah, uh, we're, we're great friends and we can, we can handle that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's good. Well, there's so many uh, women I've talked with on here that uh, they are one of the few in their area yeah. or on that field or whatever. The most I've seen so far is uh, in the UK. There's a couple mm -hmm. spots in the UK, a couple of fields where uh, a lot of the, the girls that I, you know, I've talked with, they have you know five to ten girls now that go to mm -hmm. that one field. Um, or, you know, close to the other one. And there's a couple groups that started. There's one here in America that started on Instagram called FTW, you know, for the women. Oh, nice. uh, that was actually started by one of the girls I did a podcast with just a couple weeks ago. And um, that is in uh, Georgia. And then, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, spreading out, you know, wherever. And then there's a group in the UK called uh, UCOW. Have you heard of that? Uh, no. It's the, mm -hmm. uh, UK, uh, the UK Airsoft Ladies, so UCAL. Mm -hmm. So that's growing, and they're trying to get their goal. I think they're having this month. Uh, now, this is a few months ago I talked with somebody that was talking about this, and they were planning on having they, – their goal was to get 50 women at this field yeah. to play this yeah. event uh, in June. So that they could have a full team on their own to play against the guys. Uh -huh. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I was like, Dude, I like that would be that. so cool. She said, yeah. yeah, we can't wait to go out there and, and beat all the guys. I was like, well, I don't know about beating them, but ah, we'll see. You yeah. Know? <laughs> we could definitely beat them. Definitely. Uh, there's like, there's like an airsoft location, 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes away from my home. Yeah. And uh, they have space for just over 200 uh, people every day, or at least weekend. Um, right. And they're like, they're like three women <laughs> at a game. And that's just, <laughs> it's so sad. But, but, but I reckon that even with three women, we could beat them. Because, you know, we're sneaky. <laughs> we're sneaky. Right? We can do it. Uh, but we funny. would have to get, like, 100 women to go to that location. It would yeah. be awesome. Hmm. Well, airsoft hmm. is mean, one, hmm. you know, a, a good sport for it, – it's kind of like what – I, what I like about it is that uh, you don't have to – you know, airsoft doesn't have to change the rules for anyone, right? <laughs> so across the board – Right. You can play. These are the rules. This is what it is. If you're yep. in a wheelchair or a female or a guy or whatever, like mm -hmm. the, this is the rules. This is the standard. It doesn't change for anyone. And you all go out there yeah. and play and have fun. Whereas like other sports, maybe like, you know, basketball or football or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, like American football or something, it would be uh, you couldn't yeah. really have, you know, 
two girls on one of the teams where they're like your size, you know, mm -hmm. uh, going up against a 350 pound, you know, NFL player. Uh, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fair. Right. But airsoft is fair across the board. Uh, so you yeah. can use your tactics, you use your size to your advantage. Uh, there's all kind of things that, that make it a level playing field, which I love because, uh, you know, a lot of these women are trying to get in because it's a, uh, it's a fun sport. It's cool to do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and they're, and, and the, they don't want people I've talked with, they don't want special treatment. You know, the girls I've no, talked with, not. uh, Mm -hmm. Treat me like everyone else, you know, because I was talking to somebody They said, you know, most of the time we're all geared up and uh, they don't the, like the guys won't know that I'm a female until I call my hit. They'll say, uh, you know, they'll shoot me or whatever. And I'll go and I call my hit and they'll go, uh -huh. oh, you're a girl. And she's yeah. like, yeah, so <laughs> like whatever, dude, you know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when you wear a mask. My hair used to be longer. Um, so usually my hair would just come out under uh, under the mask. But uh, yeah, mostly people don't know you're a girl on the field, especially when you wear like a plate carrier, mm -hmm. hiding all the features and stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 crazy that people suddenly think they have to act differently or or something like that just because there's a woman around. But right. Eh, yeah, but it is it is kind of a man's world right now because sure. um, you know that's how it started. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think it would be great uh, if if more women would join. But I I do see why some women are a little hesitant to uh, join the airsoft world because uh, well, it is a man's world, and some men are. Mm -hmm. Assholes. Not always the most respectful. Right. Yeah, they're assholes. Well, they, they have they have this. Uh, I think they're raised with this idea that uh, y'all do this, whatever that is, mm -hmm. and we do this, and you're not allowed to do this because that's what we're doing. You mm -hmm. know, uh, and like I yeah. said, I, you know, in certain things, um, I think that's true, right? Like I said, you know, NFL. If you mm -hmm. want to join the NFL. Uh, it's not really a fair, it's not a level playing field. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, I don't agree with like, uh, the NFL shouldn't have to change their rules to accommodate mm -hmm. females, right? Uh, maybe females should just start their own NFL kind of thing, but airsoft, you don't have to mm -hmm. do that. Airsoft is exactly. all across the board, equal treatment. Like these yeah. are the base rules. That's this right. is what, how we play. If you can do mm -hmm. follow those rules, that's what we're doing, you know? So, uh, yeah. I think it's a really fair, uh, fun sport to get into uh, that is a level playing field for women. I think it's great. I think there should be uh, so many that, you know, you could have 100 women on a team and then go against the guys. And it's fun. You know, it's fun to do that kind of stuff. And, uh, mm -hmm. it's, you know, that competition yeah. is, is all in fun. You know, it's good. It's a good time. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, most airsofters are like, really nice and they try to For be sure. helpful yep uh, always so so i think that most of the airsoft community is like really really great and um always tries to help out uh give advice or uh, you know is interested in what gear are you wearing yeah. and uh, oh how, why do you use that and not this and i think that's pretty fun makes for a good conversation you know i'm 
sometimes a little socially awkward. So it, it helps that other people are able to initiate a conversation and uh, yeah. just be, you know, nice and fun. So, sure. Yeah. Well, you also have the, uh, the thing with um, you, you can be unique. So in your gear, yeah. you know, you, you, you might have the same plate carrier as everyone else, but you could put different patches on it or, you know, all kind of different stuff uh, on your equipment Definitely. or whatever. I was talking with a, a girl in Austria who does uh, 3D printing. So she mm -hmm. made her own stock. Uh, the butt stock she nice. made for her, I forget what gun she runs, but maybe like an M4 type of thing. And um, uh -huh. she made a solid stock that uh, had a heart cut out in the middle. So she 3D printed nice. this. And I think it was pink. I think it was pink. Cause she likes all this, you know, all the pink stuff. And, uh, uh -huh. and so her gear is like, she's printing all these things to, uh, you know, make it unique for her. And uh -huh. when you go to the field, like those things are accepted. Like you have all these different people in different yeah. backgrounds, uh, that play airsoft. You've got military veterans, you've got nerds that, you know, like computer nerds, yeah. right. That sit behind a desk and code mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Uh, that never been in the military and they come together in the uh -huh. airsoft field <laughs> like, Hey, what's up, man? You know, like yeah. most of the time there's no hate, you know, most of the time there's no hate. I understand the, the girl thing where they're like, man, you're not supposed to be out here. This is a, you know, this is a guy thing, whatever. But, uh, uh -huh. you know, that, that'll go away eventually. That'll eventually yeah, it will. It start will. going away. Yeah. It will. It just, it's the same for, you know, the stairs. When you, the fun thing is when I um, go to an event, um, uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting there in normal clothing because we're not allowed to travel uh, in full oh. camo clothing. Um, what do you mean? You're not allowed so, yeah, to drive, from, drive there in, uh, no. in the Netherlands? Uh, well, technically you are. Yeah. Uh, you are allowed to wear uh, camouflage clothing. Uh, but you're not allowed to wear, you know, the ranking patches, um, unless you're in the military, of course. Gotcha. But um, the NABP, uh, yeah, I don't know if, if it's in, it is an exact rule. If you go to an airsoft event, you can't travel in camouflage clothing, full huh. camouflage clothing. Wow. So I can wear like my combat pants and a normal jacket or a normal shirt on top. Yeah. Uh, but it can come in, in combat shirt and combat pants gotcha. to an airsoft location. So, yeah, it's uh, sometimes it's just uh, rules, complicate, complicated, annoying rules. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I always go there in my normal casual clothing. And, um, you know, when you walk to, you, you look for a space where you can sit and change and everything. And there's just like stairs. Oh my God, there's a girl today. Oh my God, what is she doing? And they all, they also expect, they also expect you to have like gear or clothing from a boyfriend uh, or, or a friend who plays airsoft, a guy friend who plays yeah. airsoft. And then I get out all my midget clothing and everything fits. <laughs> They're like, and it's fun. It's actually fun. To right. See. Well, that's uh, most of the women I've talked to. They're uh, they that's something that they've said as well. They're like, you know, I get there and I have, you know, I start putting all my gear on. They're like, that's your own, what? you know, that's yeah. your own stuff. Like, 
Yeah, I got my own <laughs> shit. Like, what do you think, bro? Like, I'm not, I'm playing all the time. Yeah, maybe the first time you borrow, you know, your boyfriends or brothers, whoever got you mm-hmm. into stuff. But uh, no, you get your own shit. Like, if you like doing it, you're going to get your own stuff, especially the clothing, you know, because yeah. most of the cami stuff does not, you know, it's not really accommodating to females. So, like you said, it's, you know, five times too big or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't you know, fit right in the waist form. and hips. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a struggle. I still still haven't found pants that actually fit right. So um, if listeners are female listeners have any tips, <laughs> right, that would be great because I'm still struggling with it because either it will be too wide mm-hmm. or you know too tight around the hip area and then too wide. Yep. around At the, the waist. waist so yeah that yeah it's got to be small oh. waist and then it's got to you know go around because guys you know we're pretty much Usually. straight the, our hips yeah, yeah are straight yeah. like the waist and then our hips go down it's all straight like so it doesn't really yeah. have to you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, fit that way but one of the girl the girl i talked to uh in austria she wears these like heavier um uh, yoga pants or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you call those. And, um, and they're camouflaged. They're like, uh, yeah, they look really cool. In fact, that, that hurts. That, that oh, yeah. hurt when you get yeah. hit. Oh, sure. <laughs> but it looks okay, cool. Okay. It looks cool though. It looks, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean that's that's half oh. airsoft. Come on now, you know you got to look cool. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, that that is a requirement. Not, For sure, it's not. It's not. It's not. But it. Just, I do think um, you know, airsoft is not like um, you don't have to look pretty. You don't have to look right. amazing or anything. But it it would be nice to have like normal well, fitting sure. clothes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Something that's functional. And when you put it mm-hmm. on, you feel good because like, yeah, I like the way these look, you know, this is cool. Now, when, uh, before you got into airsoft, did you have uh, any other hobbies that you're into? A lot, actually. Um, well, I, um, I had horses. Uh, so I was really like a horse. Yeah. We, we call it a horse girl here, but it sounds really stupid in English. Anyways, I had horses, and I was there pretty much every day, and uh, I loved every second of it. Mm. Um, but at some point, uh, my horse, um, uh, she got like, well, what is it in English? She, let's just say she got sick. Mm. Um, she's still alive, but uh, she, she is not fit for actually mm. uh, sport. So um, she's just there on in a meadow eating grass, getting fat and all that. Um, so um, horses and also field hockey. Uh, you you call it field hockey, oh, wow. I think. Yeah, uh, that was a big thing. I did that for like, uh, I think, 12, 10 or 12 years. Okay. Uh, did a bit of kickboxing. I really liked that. Damn. Um, 
Yeah, going to the gym. Um, okay. That's been an on and off again thing. And at this moment, I try to go to the gym like five or six times a week. Yeah. Uh, I don't always manage to go that many times, but I try to. What? Um, so, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Say that to my biceps. Um, uh. Well... Anyways, uh, so yeah, at this moment, it's it's uh, mainly airsoft and going to the gym. And, yeah. uh, well, I'm really great at Netflix binging as well. <laughs> what, was <laughs> really the last, uh, what was the last good – or what show are you watching now? Or what was the last good show you watched? Um, well, right now we're watching Stranger Things from mm. season one because the new season released. Uh, yeah. um, well, at least here just now. So Yep, same here. Probably release. Okay, okay. But yep. so most of the time, uh, we have a little li delay between the release date uh, in the States and here. But gotcha. okay, that's great. So we're watching it from season one over uh, again. So we can okay. be really invested in what happened before. And uh, that, right. yeah, so, so that's what we're watching uh, right now. We just but, watched, uh, we're watching it as well, my wife and I. And it nice. is. Uh, so we just finished the we're, well we're going to start the last episode of the uh -huh. new season tonight. So nice. we're 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 almost done. Don't spoil anything. <laughs> oh, let me tell you about nice. no, I'm just kidding. No, no. La 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 la. Can you imagine? I'll just throw away my headset. <laughs> oh god, for real. That'd be horrible. No, I would never do that. <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I, I watch a lot of shows on Netflix, like uh, a variety of shows. I also like to watch films about, um, uh, you know, history and stuff, documentaries or um, anything food related. To be honest, uh, I like who, food a lot. Yeah, who doesn't like yeah. food? <laughs> <laughs> there are some people who are as passionate about food, but um, yeah, I, I like food a lot. And I like to cook also. Okay. Um, so yeah, maybe that's another hobby of mine. I like to cook. Like I, I like to do dinner parties with like oh, nice. four, five, six courses. Um, wow. But yeah, I think, I think that's really fun. I'm not saying I'm good at it, but I, I like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like to make those courses. I like to think about which um, which. Um, uh, ingredients go well together and yeah. I Google the shit out of that because I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm not ed educated on that subject. Yeah. I know. So what's your, so give me an idea of what you make for, for a four or five course, you know, a big dinner. What, uh, what, what, okay. what, what is it? What's your best one? Okay. Can you still, uh, see me? Cause I'm, yeah. okay, good. Um, uh, I'm just going to look it up. This is an eight-course meal, I think. Um, so the first course is like uh, cold uh, tiger shrimp with aioli. And then with a pairing matching wine, like um, a Chablis or Chenin Blanc. And then the second course is uh, salmon sashimi with a little side salad. Yeah. And... Course three is vegetarian. Uh, oh, I don't know what steak. Yeah, steak tartare. Steak? Tar tartar. The, what? 
I don't know what that is in English. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hear me struggle. Okay. Course four <laughs> is like a clear soup. Mm. And course five is salmon with a special sauce. Uh, course six is stuffed uh, chicken fillet with tomato salsa. And course seven is, uh, uh, I don't know if it's the same in English, but fumado with red wine sauce. So that's some sort of steak with okay. a red wine sauce. And then to top it off, we end we end the course with um, creme uh, creme brulee. I have heard. So of that's that. all. That's eight courses. <laughs> Dang, that's wild. And then with okay. all wines, all different wines with every course. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna make this summer. Like I think in July with uh, a few friends. Yeah, that is cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. <laughs> well, at least I'm stressing on the day I'm cooking because, you know, it, it is a lot to make in a normal kitchen, but right. um, it's fun. I really enjoy it. And it brings people together. And I, I really like uh, bringing people together and seeing others happy and enjoying themselves right. uh, by something I organize. So, yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Well, very cool. Well, listen, it's been uh, it's been great meeting you and talking with you. You did yeah. great. I could not tell you're awkward thank or, you. <laughs> uh, you know, at all. You did wonderful. Good. Thank you. Great. Yeah. And, it, you know, I, I when I do these, it's like, uh, like I said earlier, I just, uh, you know, I made a new friend. You know, that's it. So mm -hmm. we're just chatting. It's no big deal. It's not professional. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, really, really happy it's not professional that way because <laughs> I would. I mean, dude, out. look at me. Okay, there's not. I I can't even. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. It would feel the time. like <laughs> I would feel like you know taking an exam at school. You know, that's no, stress. I can no. deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, 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 no. This is not set up to be like uh, you know. Uh, so when did you get into airsoft? Uh, what you know. <laughs> What exactly did you like, bro? We're just we're just mm -hmm. chatting. We're just BSing, yeah. and we'll see where the conversation goes. And you know, sometimes it's mostly airsoft. Sometimes it's mostly something else. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, it was it was good yeah. fun. So thank you for oh, having good. me. Of course. Well, thanks for being on. Where can people find you on uh, online? Uh, they can find me on Instagram. Uh, the Instagram handle is Miss Milson. Um, I'm also on Facebook, but that's like the same content. Um, so yeah, okay. mostly uh, Instagram. I'm mostly active on, on that platform. Okay. And Perfect. I'm hoping I can shoot some videos uh, of, uh, well, the event in Sweden I'm going to at the end of this month. Um, don't judge when the video is terrible <laughs> because it's my first time ever shooting with a GoPro. Uh, at a Milsim event. Um, so I'm just going to have to figure out how the hell I'm going to edit that because <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not really great with those types of uh, activities. So I'm, I, I'll have to figure out how I'm going to do that because, but, uh, but I, I may be on YouTube uh, very soon. <laughs> Good. Well, listen, everyone that's listening, uh, put, 
comments about uh, how, you know, recommendations for her to, uh, for a new GoPro user and editing. Okay. And I have some recommendations as well. I've been, you know, doing it for a few years, uh, nice. but I'm not good at it. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. I just get by, but uh, <laughs> there's a lot more people out there that know a lot more. So uh, everyone yeah. put your stuff down here so she can uh, get some tips, but thank you again. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate you being on here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Have a great, have a great day. Yeah. You have a good evening. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. -bye.